temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Can build cities, can transform the world all the rules. That's what I'm going to be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souk. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. It's Rop and Souk, Jordy. Schultzy. Yeah, please get it right. You're going to mess up his brandy. He's back. Call me whatever you want. It's fine. He sounds terrible. Yeah, he's ill. He looks great, though. Hey, thank you. You know what? You actually do look really good for being sick. I appreciate that. I was hoping. I'm like, God, I need to shower and just try to like at least fool people by looking decent today. No, the so. faux hawk is uh, it's, it's extra firm it's money. right now. Yeah, yeah that haircut yeah, you yeah. got recently it looks yeah. good, bro. It's dialed in. Thanks, guys. Keeping the lettuce tight. You didn't notice my haircut today. Oh, did you guys, or did you cut your hair too there? Yeah, I did. Big Suki. Yeah, you. thanks for noticing, you jerk. Well, you wear glasses like that. It takes my eyes off your bald dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, that's, if you, hmm, that, that's kind of like a, I don't know if that's like a, a faux pas, but if you go like new look all at the same time with like six different accessories and a haircut, I feel like that's going to throw people off. They well, can't, they can't take it all at once. Well, you got to do haircut, then I, glasses, easing. If really, you want your head to stand out. Yeah. You should not be wearing your glasses. That's, well, I, I had to take them off now because I wanted you to to notice. I mean, I, I put this effort in for you and the people. It looks the same as it did yesterday. Well, it's I'm working on the same haircut for about 15 to 16 years now, so you know. I need an explanation on something. So I, Go I was going to tell you this Trent Bray story. Yeah, this little anecdote that Nick Dashell had in one of his pieces on Oregon Live. Okay, the great Nick Dashell. The great. Nick Dashell. Speaking of good heads of hair, <laughs> I give you Nick Dashell rocking the Don Sutton probably since like 1974. So I was able to read the article. I don't know why, yeah. but it every once in a while on Oregon Live. Yeah, they give you a freebie. Yeah, so I just, I read the article. Sure. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, we could talk about that on the show. I put it in my notes, right? Okay. okay. So now I just opened the article from my notes and it's behind a paywall. <laughs> So I I can't get to the can I you, can't read it to can you. Can you paraphrase it? I for can't me? I, that I can do, right. but I'm going to leave out some uh, probably key details because <laughs> you know me. But uh, the tease was so. First of all, my question is why does that happen? Why am I allowed to read it 
on one well, I think device I, and then the next device. Well, it, well I think what, what a lot of places do is they give you freebies and then because of the cookies. Yeah. You know, so if you're on one device and you're not logged in and you're logged in under like a different account, then you can get the freebies. Whereas, or if you read it once and you go back to read it again, it's like, ah, ah, ah you've already used it. That's why. Yeah. Just find I, I a just, paywall remover. I, well, I tried that. It didn't work. Oh, Those yeah. don't, you know, a lot of times don't work. They're much like VPNs. Yeah. VP, you know, we, I, I got a VPN to try to, you know, uh, look, uh, here's what I was going to try to do. I'm just not going to lie to you here. I'm going to California for three weeks. Yeah. I kind of want to bet on sports. Right? I understand. So I got a, a VPN to bypass. Yeah. It said nay. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> well, DraftKings ain't stupid. Well, because geo trackers are way, way yeah. more technologically that's savvy right. than VPN. I don't know. That, that's right. But I, I look. Uh, there's really no way to bet uh, on like the fan duels of the world in states that don't allow. It's tough. It, but, tough. You, I tr- well, it, I don't. I think it's impossible. I tried doing that when. When we first got legalized gambling in Oregon, I tried doing that Did same thing. Did you get thing. it done? No. Yeah, it doesn't So work. I would either just bet it work, but yeah. it is crazy because you could, I could be driving across the bridge and the, like halfway yeah. across the bridge, then it switches. It switches. Would, it yeah. switches. Yeah. yeah, they were, they were, the geofence worked. I mean, <clears throat> those NFL players got caught because they were in the parking lot. It knew that the Lions players were gambling in the parking lot and that dinged them. Well, anyway. Yeah, we digress. Paraphrasing. Yes. So, Oregon State's playing Notre Dame in the bowl game. Pretty good little matchup until you realize that no neither playing. side is has any players. No. Although Notre Dame, their coach, he kind of they haven't really decided if uh, Hartman or any of those guys are playing. He, he said he didn't really know. By the way, the answer to that is they're not going. To. <laughs> no offense to the Sun Bowl, but you know you're not. <laughs> it's. For, for players that have any prospects going forward, they're not playing in that thing. They're just not. So uh, he said one of his little anecdotes in there was that you can, the Beavers can thank Notre Dame for Trent Bray because when Bray was a, a high school player, mm-hmm. his daddy was a coach at Oregon State. Yes. And he had committed, Trent had committed. Now, this is one fact that I'm probably going to get wrong. I don't remember. I think it was either Washington State or Arizona State. Okay. One of those two. He had committed somewhere. And he was all set to go. He was not going to Oregon State. But then his he went with his dad to that Notre Dame festival game. Oh, okay. And and he got, of course, behind the scenes. He got hooked in with the games. Yeah. And he was like, whoa, this was awesome. I want to be a part of that, and then he 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 switched to Oregon State. I'll be damned. And he is a Beaver for life, not only having a nice career at Oregon State, but now the head coach at Oregon State. So you can thank Notre Dame for Trent Bray. Oh, well, thank you very much, Marcus Freeman. Even though you, so I probably didn't get much of that right, but I think that's the gist. Marcus Freeman was probably like 15 when that went down, but thank is you. he younger than Bray? Uh, Bray's like 42. Freeman's pretty young. I'll look and see how old he is. Marcus Freeman is, yeah, he's 37. Freeman's 37? Freeman's 37. So Bray is, and Bray, yeah, I think Bray's in his 40s. So that's. Maybe not. Well, there's, a, I mean, the young coaching thing nowadays, <clears throat> I mean, that makes me feel I think very. Bray's 41 or 42. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So there you go. Believe it or not. There the, you go. The younger coach. No, there you go. Freeman. And the Bray thing is interesting because. 
like we we talked about the roller coaster of emotion that Beaver fan had. So like you, you're going into it, it's like going into Washington, and you're the favorite. And you beat Washington, and then it's for all the marbles in the Civil War, and you come up just short against Washington. And then your coach tells his players, by the way, uh, I'm gone. I've been gone for a month. You come out completely flat in the Civil War and get rolled. And then your coach leaves, and it's like the worst thing that ever happened. And then Trent Bray gets hired, and suddenly that made everything fine in, in Beaver Nation. And then the portal hits, and like anyone that was worth a damn on your team left. And now we're back to like being like like crushed, and you're just holding on to the hope that Trent Bray can be the guy to see you through this. But in reality, no one has any idea if Trent Bray is a good coach or not. <laughs> we know that Trent Bray is a good defensive coordinator, but he's only been a coordinator for a couple of years. Like his coaching tenure is really, really um, new. I mean, he was the back in 2017. He was the linebackers coach at Nebraska, and then he came in. He was the linebackers coach for a couple years at Oregon State. He's only been the coordinator for what two years at Oregon State, and now, by the way, here's your first head coaching job. Your roster is absolutely decimated. You don't have a conference. I don't know how you've got like six guys, six or seven of your top guys that have already decommitted into the into this year's recruiting class. I mean, that poor guy, like, he, it may not work out, and it's not his fault. I mean, being a first-year head coach in any circumstance is tough. And the, he's just up against and I hope that he's up for the task and they found a rare one. But you, how many different coordinators can we go back um, and, and, and that everyone thought were going to be great hires? Like, I think of Jimmy Lake. Dude, Jimmy Lake was a slam dunk mm. at UW, and I'm thinking, what, two years? Jimmy Lake got his ass run out of town. And wasn't so. he a good recruiter? Yes. Jimmy Lake? Yeah. So, I, and yet, when he got to be a head coach, apparently he pissed off all of the local high schools up in Seattle, and no one wanted to deal with him. So I, Has I, he resurfaced? Uh, he is a analyst on a NFL team, maybe an analyst with like the Rams. Oh, really? I don't know. Well, he had the thing where he kind of punched the player, although not really. He put his hands on him. I don't know why Jimmy Lake didn't resurface as a as a defensive coordinator somewhere in college, but yeah, yeah he's, did you say Rams? Is it the Rams? Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a defensive assistant ass- head coach. Yeah, out there. So maybe he resurfaces somewhere. I'm just like the, the Trent Bray thing over the next year or two is going to be one of the more fascinating things to watch because just that entire program is going through a a metamorphosis and a, and a challenge that we just haven't seen. This is pretty new to college football. I mean, we just there's just not many examples you can point to and say, hey, you have to go through this, and now you're throwing a very young head coach in there, and fingers crossed that he's um, that he's up for the challenge because it is certainly a challenge. All right, let's check in on Coach Prime. You remember him? Yeah, he finally got some good news. What's up, boys? You believe that? He was getting kicked in the teeth for a long time. We'll do that next. Four sixteen on the fan. Yeah. The home of dirt and spray. I'm dirt. If you do lose some guys this year. And then you're basically playing Mountain West football next year. The the way that teams that get bumped up kind of transform sometimes and get to the talent level of the conference, that can happen in the reverse way. And before you know it, you're struggling to win games in those San Diego State games or San Jose State or Fresno State. Dirt and Spray. spray. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, let's check in on Coach Prime. Coach uh, Deion Sanders. Do you believe? Kind of fizzled there, didn't he? Boy, that wasn't a kind of fizzle. That was one of those, like, I'm trying to think of another thing that had, like, a a meteoric rise like that. I mean, they were the story for a month. They had the, I think it was the second highest rated game in ESPN history when they played a Mountain West team. I mean, you can't, you just can't make that up. They were four and two. It's unbelievable. They, of course, lost to Oregon and USC, but they were four and two. And then they had that game against Stanford, and they blew like a 20... Uh, yeah, they blew a big lead. 21-point lead or something? Something like that. Well, if you're a certain New York radio host, they they, they don't believe there was any fallout or, or Dion falling off anything. It was just everybody being racist. Who's that? Yeah, that's all it is, guys. We're all just racist jerks. <clears throat> then, after the Stanford game, they were now 4-3. and three. They lost every one of their games. Yeah. UCLA by 12... Oregon State by seven, and that was kind of, that was a blowout, and then they kind of made it interesting at the end. Arizona by three, Washington State by forty-two, and Utah by six. Yeah, so they finished four and eight. Well, and and they didn't just finish four and eight, but they finished in like the, the the ugliest football you've ever seen. Like it was the worst offensive line in the country. It was maybe the worst job of coaching uh, an offense that I've seen in in Pac-12 football maybe ever. I mean, Walt Harris, Buddy Tevens style, although didn't Buddy Tevens die? Or was it Walt Harris? I think it was Buddy Tevens. Rest oh, in peace. Yeah, I think Buddy Tevens is gone. Rest in peace, Buddy Tevens. But like, it was malpractice what they were doing with their offense. They got their his son basically killed, broke his back. I mean, it just looked like an abomination. Like they didn't know what they were doing. Uh, I think their four top players in their high school class all decommitted. Um, yeah, coaching controversy there. I mean, it just fell apart in spectacular fashion. Yeah, I'm looking at Walt Harris. He hasn't coached since 2010. I think I know why. That Stanford run killed him. Oh, my God, it was so bad. I mean, not he's not no, dead dead. No, but... Stevens is dead dead. Yes. He got in a bike, uh, bike accident, I think. <clears throat> but anyway, um, Prime... So two things, checking on the latest. One is good. One is funny. Uh, the latter is that Prime has been making headlines because he said he wished he had more privacy this season. Did you see this? 
He literally filmed everything he did. He was uh he did an interview with people and he said, You always wish you had a little more privacy, but the same thing that makes you shine will show your blemishes blemishes. So you've got to take the good with the bad. You just can't want everyone there. When the hype machine is rolling, you have to understand there's another side to this. All right, at least he's being honest. Yeah, okay, that, that's, that's right. not as bad then. Because yeah. when you when you literally film everything <laughs> you do and, and have maybe the most aggressive social media team in the country and then say something about privacy, come on. Yeah, I think this is a good lesson for any of you uh, fine folks out there. If you are ever filming a reality show or just doing anything on social media, you simply should not be allowed to gripe about privacy. No. Uh, if you want privacy, you can have it. You just have to <laughs> exactly get off of social media and not film yourself doing anything. It's not that hard. To it do. really is not that hard. No, it's like the the new trend now is like you have all these people and, and they film themselves doing crap in the gym and then they're pissed off when when people stare at them in the gym or walk in front of their camera, and and people always point out and I think it's true. You're literally recording yourself in a very skimpy outfit. So that you can show it to the world and for everyone to see it. But then you're upset when someone in the room looks at you. It's it's, people, man. It's fascinating. Now, uh, Prime did get a five star offensive lineman commit today. He was supposedly, from what I read, from IMG Academy, he was the number one uh, offensive lineman. Like Oregon, I guess, was in on him. Although, yeah, his uh, name is Jordan Seaton. Yeah, the Dirt and uh, Sprague were talking to to Brandon Huffman, and they asked about it, and he's like, "Yeah, that's not coming, not coming here." But he was uh, he was the guy, and uh, yeah, on I think he was on uh, first take. I think he was with Stephen A. and Michael Irvin and everything, and he announced it there. He took the Colorado hat off, and well, that's a big get, man. That is a huge get because that is you know because their offensive line was terrible, it, but awful. also just tone setter you sure. know it's like other kids see five-star kid going there and yeah you're like ooh. nemec always talks about that that if you can get one or two big time guys like that it can it can open the the floodgates because those guys talk they know each other and it's like hey let's all get together like oregon does the socal duck thing and then those guys can recruit others because i still think even though the portal is obviously a big deal now and i've heard this from u-dub fan quite a bit in that their recruiting class isn't very good like when you look at it, it's just it's it's they're not killing it, and a lot of them have done that. Well, don't worry, we'll we'll clean up in the portal, and I'm all for the portal. If you're not using the portal, you're falling behind. That's the Dabo thing, but I truly believe <clears throat> that still the backbone of your team has to be built through recruiting and player development. Now, I think that the big time programs now are all going to do the quarterback fill in thing. I don't think there's a top 25 or top 35 school in the country that's going to say, hey, we have a freshman that's unproven or a sophomore and be like, that's our guy. I think there will always be a quarterback that comes into the portal. And that's just that the, the way it is going forward. And you can add you know, an elite linebacker or a DB or whatever. But if you are replacing 10 starters off the portal, I just it's not a, it's not a recipe for success, especially along like the old line. You have to be able to grow and develop players. I think there's a core of the team and identity that gets built. And so while the portal has become absolutely necessary in order to to fill in spots and make sure that you don't have kind of the dips, you know, like, ah, we don't, we don't have a quarterback. We don't have a receiver. Cool. We'll plug a guy in. I just don't believe you can do the Deion Sanders, you can do the USC thing and just say, we're going to go get, you know, two-thirds of our team and they're all going to be brand new from different places. There's just not enough time in the offseason with limited practices to get those guys playing as a group. You just, it, it can't be done. So 
Be wary of anyone that says, well, our recruiting class is, yeah, it's all right, but you know, don't worry. The portal, we're going to kill it. The portal is a tool. It can't be the only thing. It's a bit like free agency. Yes. Right? Yeah. The teams that win free agency, what do we say about it? Yeah, them? they're just never, it's always overvalued. Yes. And 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 it, it's a little different because obviously, you know, the, the players like Caleb Williams and Michael Penix and some of these guys, like those are really special players. Although to be fair, Penix and Knicks weren't really thought of uh, that highly. And both of them ended up being, you know, beyond superstars. Yeah, I remember when Knicks came to Oregon. Yeah, people like, were like, huh, yeah, like, all right, right. Yeah, I guess yeah. we'll give him a shot. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's a one-year fill-in. <laughs> it's a one-year fill Yeah, here we are, you know, two years later, one of the best quarterbacks you've ever seen in this conference and one of the best quarterbacks <laughs> you've ever seen in, in school history. Um, but we always say a lot of times in free agency, the really good players usually don't end up in free agency. They don't. Schools, pay, the, the, the teams pay them. Patrick Mahomes is never going to be a free agent. He's not. Jalen Hurts isn't going to be a free agent. It's just that you, you lock up those guys. And it's a little different in college because if you're at if you're at a school, you may just be looking for better opportunity and, and schools can pay a lot more than others. Yeah. But again, really good players don't leave really good programs when everything is going well. That is going to be the exception. It is not going to be the rule. Um, for instance, like Jalen Milrow, the quarterback at Alabama, who's killing it right now. You think Melrose is going to go in the portal? No. The only reason Kyle McCord went in the portal is because Ohio State was going to bench his ass and go get a different yeah, quarterback. Yeah, I think, to your point, I, I feel like the better players um, they get, are the smaller school ones. Yes. Like, they're just an outstanding player, yes. but on a, on a level that, that's a little lower, so they want to jump up. Yes. You're going to... Like oh, Damian Martinez. I mean, I know Damian Martinez isn't in the portal, but that's the type of yeah. guy. Yeah, or you look at the... I forget his name, but there's a kid out of Texas, San Antonio that's their defensive end that just... I saw a, a highlight package of him this year. Holy crap, he looks like Dwight Freeman. Where did Jordan Birch come from? Georgia. Or no, uh, Birch came from uh, South Carolina. Yeah, so maybe like... I mean, well, yes. that's maybe yeah, that but type again, of... You're at South Carolina yeah. and you're like, look, we ain't winning anything. And <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go try something different. Or you get the Fleming kid out of Ohio State, who's a really good receiver, but he's played behind great receivers. And he's like, I, I want to go somewhere. But I think it's more of the, like you said, Jordan Addison's at Pitt. Jordan Addison loses his quarterback, and he's like, well, I'm at Pitt. Uh, I'm going to go to USC and make $2.5 million and play with Caleb Williams. That's going to be the one where you you, you bring it from smaller to, to, to the bigger programs. But... I just don't think you're going to see a lot of elite players at elite schools that are just that are coming off great years that are going to bolt. I just you just like like Bo Nix, you know, goes to Oregon and has a great year. I don't necessarily think that Bo's bolting that next year. Like Dylan Gabriel had that, I guess this year at Oklahoma, he was a graduate transfer. You'd have to see like insane amounts of money. I mean, and that's never. I don't think we're going to see five and ten million dollar NIL quarterbacks. Although I have been wrong on that kind of thing before. So, so I just think that the portal certainly has changed football forever. You have to embrace it. I just think it's dangerous to say that the portal has become more important than recruiting. If you asked me, if if my school could be a hammer recruiter or hammer in the portal, I had to choose one. You're, let's say you're going to be, you know, 70% one, 30% the other, right? You're going to be elite, and then you're going to be, eh, okay, I will take the recruiting every time and fill in a few spots with the portal as opposed to saying, hey, just, you know, don't worry about growing and developing and and, and, and having some consistency because I'll just go into the portal. I just, I, and that's just, I don't All right. know. We'll, and, and time will tell as we go on, but that's just my, 
you know, we've only been doing this for a couple years, but I think the writing to me is on the wall going forward that there is value in it. Because if you look at Michigan, you look at Alabama, uh, you look at Texas, um, even even to some extent UW, right? Like Penix is a Penix is a transfer, but that old line that's up for the Joe Moorhead Award, homegrown. That's homegrown. Undunze, homegrown. Uh, McMillan, homegrown. I think Polk was a transfer, but I mean, uh, uh. Well, Johnson was a transfer. Johnson was a transfer, but their starting running back wasn't. But ZTF and and Trice, I mean, those those are still homegrown kids. Alabama and Michigan are almost exclusively homegrown kids. Um, you know, they fell in, you know, transfer portal and, and they'll put them in there. But, you know, Georgia and Bama, those guys are still recruiting. They're not bringing in 17 new starters. Definitely true. All right. Uh, in the news is coming up next. It is back. Here's Schultze. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Yeah, that's right. Cruising right along here Thursday. It is December 7, 2023. It is time now for In the News. Yeah, let me noted newsman. That's right. That's right. It is National Cotton Candy Day. Do you like cotton candy? Nah, I haven't had cotton candy in <laughs> 30 years. Isn't it just, it's just sugar? Pure sugar? I couldn't tell you the last time I had cotton candy. And I got nothing against it. I just, if there's ever cotton candy in the area, there's other treats. Because that means you're at like a fair or some yeah. sort of picnic. There's never cotton candy by itself. No. And there's always, like anytime there's cotton candy, there's going to be an elephant here. And why would I get cotton candy when I got an elephant here? It's just, it's obsolete. Do you like funnel cakes? Love a funnel cake. Me too. Love. Love. So good. Yeah. All right. We need more funnel cake like stands. I agree. When we were in Iceland, I don't know what the deal is over there, but like every corner that you went to, there was a funnel cake stand. Like coffee stands, but with funnel cakes. They know what they're doing over there. It was amazing. You guys ever had Indian fry bread? It's pretty much like an elephant ear, but you can go more savory with it. Like I I do taco toppings on it. Oh Oh. my God. Every time I try it, there was a powwow. Can't can't not have one of those. It's Mm. amazing. There's actually the powwow. That's not a racist term. We actually powwow. Yes. No. There. Uh, oh, my confederated right. tribes of Grand Round. We hold a yearly powwow, usually right around August. I is, August. Yeah, that's why I was wondering because I assumed powwow was some sort of like John Wayne awful 1940s reference. Get but... back out of your powwow, pilgrim. No. And I could make that joke because I'm Native American. Yes. So. <laughs> Just saying. Go watch some of those Wayne movies. Sometimes it's a. Uh, it's a little uncomfortable. It's also letter writing day. No, I couldn't tell you. Well, you know what? I write cards. Does that count? No. Nah. I don't yeah. write letters. Does anybody do that anymore? My dad still writes a letter every now and then. Well, yeah, like the NCAA works in letters. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, like his writing. But that's uh, okay. typing a letter. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm thinking of a handwritten true. letter. I don't know. I write cards. I like, I'm a handwritten card guy, but letters? It's a bridge too far. Who the hell would I write a letter to? Yeah, I have a pen pal? I don't really know why anyone would write a letter. I guess just grandma, you know? I guess, yeah. 
I don't have any grandparents left, but you know. Does anyone our age have grandparents? I know. I'm happy that we have parents. I know. <laughs> you know. Let alone grandparents. Well, it's back, guys. Buckle up. What do we got? The Mount Hood Christmas train. Oh, yeah. Or I mean the yeah, the Mount Hood wait, yeah, the Mount Hood Railroad Christmas train. <laughs> More importantly, are we getting the, the song? I'm not going unless I get the song. I didn't see the song Son on their ad. Then I'm not going. Or I didn't hear it. Bring it back. But it's the if you go to Mount Hood Railroad, go to their website, you can get the deets on the train, bro. <laughs> Sixty-five dollars to ninety dollars, depending on what uh, experience you want. Yeah, that's per person, so it's kind of yeah, no. cheap. We did that when when my kids were younger. We did the Thomas the Train one. And we did the, and I don't know if they're still doing it around Christmas, but they used to do the Polar Express, where they screened it and like they, you know, they had the guy dressed up like the Tom Hanks conductor. And I don't think that that's is this is just the Christmas train, right? And they do Santa and yeah. sing carols and all. They that. They call it the Mount Hood Christmas train, right? Yeah. I don't really know what happened. Like I, I feel like you, so it says that the duration is only one hour and twelve minutes. I think they go to Hood River. But yeah. I, 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 I don't know if you then get out and do things in Hood River or if you just turn around and come back. I don't know. There is a bar. I yeah. did see a, a, a report on Fox 12 where they were showing it, and there's a bar in there. The one that, So that's nice. The, the two that I remember going, again, this is so long ago, we went and came back. There was not— And you we, never went off the train. You just— Yes. We, just, we stayed on the train. Yeah. I don't remember getting off and wandering around. That's odd to me. So now it goes to Hood River and back? Yeah, or I, could, I, I believe that's it. Well, I yeah. know Hood River is one of the four cities in the U.S. where you can walk around with open containers. So, But I'm not... Oh, whoa. There, there yeah. may have been... That's the, a fun fact. There, Absolutely. Yeah. One of the reasons what I are, had my wedding there. It was freaking awesome. What are the other three? I would believe it'd be Nolens, uh, Savannah, Georgia, and then Las Vegas, Nevada. Look, you have can, to check me on Savannah, but I think that would be... Can we be honest, too? Dude, I walk around Portland plenty of times with a beverage I know, you, you see it a lot now. Yeah, look, that's fair. Cops if, don't. Care. If you're gonna bust me for carrying around a, you know, a, yeah. a high life, come on, just don't really? do anything stupid. Exactly. I, I got a lady smoking crack on the uh, the sidewalk, but you're gonna give me a hard time. Oh, they didn't even care about for, that for having a banquet. Get out of here. That's nothing to them. But They're they, like, what? Yeah, there may have been an option to get off the train. I just don't remember doing it because, to be honest with you, it was like, can we just? All right, we, we did the. Can we, we get did, through this? Because I got a I got a long drive home. So kids, let's you know you, you made the uh, the trip. You saw Santa. And let's go. Yeah, that's another one where I, I'm sure it's wonderful, but you're probably not going to catch me on the train. I don't. Know. If but you, Santa's on there for the kids. Look, I, if you have little kids, I found it. I don't remember it being that expensive. Maybe inflation has gone. You know, <clears throat> I remember it being a good time. I think my kids okay. have happy memories of doing it. Okay. So that's good. I don't know if I'd bring teenagers on that thing, but I remember like thinking it was neat that my kids got to do the whole Santa thing, and they, they did. Well, a, we all they love, did a nice job. We love Christmas things, yes. you know, just uh, creating memories for the kids around Christmas. That's what it's all about, yeah. and that's another one. Yeah, I wish they'd bring back the song though, because I want to go. I want the <laughs> going to Christmas Town song. Now we don't listen to our own app, but if we did, uh, one of our texters is saying that the train jingle plays on our app during oh our breaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Over so I'm going to need you to see if you can find uh, the Christmas Town jingle, because I'm going to need to hear it. I missed that thing. Oh, and they're saying the train starts in Hood River. I, I don't know. Go to their website. Uh, Joseph Emerson, the uh, Alaska Airlines pilot, arrested for attempting to shut off a plane mid-flight. You remember that guy? I do remember that guy. Well, he's been released 
Yeah, he gets to get out while awaiting uh, like a hundred murder charges. Uh, he will be allowed to return to his home in California. Remember, he lives in the Bay Area. Yeah. But they are actually lowering his charges. He is not. So he got. So he was released on fifty thousand dollar security. He's required. Uh, he can't possess or use any controlled substances. That includes the boozy boozy. Uh, yes, do drug testing, everything. Can't be anywhere near a plane. But they are not charging him with attempted murder. Really? Right. Oh, I didn't see that. What are they charging him with? Uh, they are charging him with 83 counts of recklessly endangering an aircraft. Do we know what, uh, I mean... It doesn't say what the difference is in terms of... Yeah, what, prison time? I mean... Yeah, but he's going to prison, bro. I would assume you're going to prison for a long time, and he should go to prison for a long time. I'm not a big believer of I had a bad day. This you know, we, we love to use that excuse of I, I was having a bad day. You know, I, was, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't myself. Uh, cool. Uh, you can become yourself when you're sitting behind bars. I just, it drives me crazy. You could have killed and you tried to kill everyone on that airplane. Sorry. Consequences. Yeah, th this is an example situation. This is where the judge is going to have to step up and say, yeah, nobody does this. And here's why. Yes. Apparently his wife says he deserves to be home. Well, of course she does. I deserve to fly on an airplane where one of the employees doesn't try to kill me. That's what I think I deserve. Yeah, I wonder if any of those 200 you know, or 88 passengers, uh, however many there were, actually think that he deserves to be home as well. I wonder. Again, we, no one wants to take responsibility for, you know, oh, I was on mushrooms. You know what? I love mushrooms too. You know, I've never done on them. I've never tried to crash an airplane. I've hugged a tree. <clears throat> I forgot to turn on my PlayStation for like two and a half hours. You know, that stuff happens. I leave little notes like, don't use the oven, put one on the door, don't leave. Never have I had to write one out that said, don't crash an airplane. Sorry. Yeah, Zero they're now claiming uh, that he suffered a panic attack while on the flight, and he was in a dreamlike state. That's according to his, uh, his attorney. Uh, this guy has a very attorney-like name. Yeah. His name is Levi Horst. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I trust Levi Horst to defend me. I've actually seen a couple, I mean, it was murder cases, but there has been the I was dreaming defense thrown out there before a couple times in court, and yeah. I, I don't think it's gone very well in yeah, either I, instance. I'd like to do the tethered swimming on that, a.k.a. Uh, T.S. No criminal intent, thought he was in a dream. That's what they're arguing. So he pleads not guilty. He gets to go home. We'll see. We'll That's see what the, happens there. Boy, I hope they throw. Well, I don't know. Bro. I hope they throw his ass in prison for a significant period of time. <clears throat> Coming up next, we have more layoffs at Nike. It's 4:46 on the fan. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. All right, this is uh, in the news for December 7, 2023. We are catching wind of more rolling layoffs at Nike. Yeah, I guess they were trying to do this one <clears throat> sneaky style. Yeah. They, uh, they have made cuts in various divisions, including human resources, recruitment, sourcing, brand, engineering, digital products, and innovation. But um, they're not really talking about it. And one Nike employee who was laid off said they feel, they feel like they want to keep it confidential. Yeah. There's no, been one, no communication about it. Yeah, no one wants to. Because in the past, they, you know, they've done, <clears throat> been kind of big news when they, you know, yeah. kind of gutted places. But, you know, they're trying to keep well, this one quiet i don't know how you feel about nike i mean i know there's a lot of investor type uh people who are rather bearish on nike yeah 
Well, I, I mean, you know better than I. I I'm not a, a shoe guy, but it sounds like that Air Jordan and Air Max are struggling. Um, those brands have declined. Have they? And, I, I again, I don't really know. I, but um, I was just reading some investor people saying that. Because I, I love Nike. I mean, the vast majority of athletic gear that I have is Nike. But I also know that as a 45-year-old man, I don't necessarily think that I'm on the cutting edge of well, I, trends. I don't know. I get, yeah, I just don't know. I, I love Nike. I think Nike's great. But it does seem like maybe it's slipping a little in terms of the eyes of the people that matter, which are the youngers. The youngers. The youngs. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Because you know. have seen more athletes, you know, kind of the younger ones going with kind of upstart brands and, you know, people trying to take a bite out of them. But I know Nike's still king. I mean, they crush everybody from Adidas and Under Armour and Puma. I mean, no one touches them. But when you're that big and you are the king, any sort of dip, you know, it's it's hard to stay on top uh, by that margin forever. But I do know that in the in the athleisure wear, Nike is the they're the NFL of that. I got a little hot take here. I think Nike could improve its standing in the athleisure world a little bit or just athletic apparel world by allowing actual customers, like just the normal fans like you and I, to get their hands on not the jerseys, but but the actual equipment like the shoes, the undershirts, the other things that people would maybe wear every day that are styled for the teams, but but maybe produce those at more in mass because I, I don't know, I go and I see the six same shirts every time at the rack. I'm, there's nothing. Mm. There, there's not much choice for me. If I could actually, I see what the players are wearing, and I'm like, oh my god, I want that. Where can I find it? I can't find it anywhere. I'm 34. I'm I'm kind of older millennial, but but that's kind of best place I, to find it. You know what it is? Where? Goodwill, bro. Uh, Jonathan Smith. Uh, uh, yeah. I Wait till the coach that. leaves. <laughs> All this stuff ends up at Goodwill. Uh, they someone went and took a video of that. There was an entire rack. Yeah. I'm so mad. I an wasn't entire there. rack of is John- it gone? Oh yeah. Dang it. And it was an entire rack of Jonathan Smith stuff because it, it says <laughs> Jonathan Smith on the on the yeah. tags. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but again, I, I saw people killing it. What do you want him to do with it? Well, I thought it was nice that he donated. Exactly, it. and that's we've asked coaches before, and, and that's what most of them do is they they give it yeah. to Goodwill because you just have closets. Well, and it's easy. Like they're yes. they're rushing out of town to yeah. go recruit. They, yeah. It's like ah, the, <laughs> where's the nearest Goodwill? Goodwill's so easy. If it's open, you just drop it right in the. Yeah. You know, their little basket thing. And, and for some Beaver fan, I'm assuming that's a cool thing. You're getting, you know, yeah. getting Jonathan Smith. I mean, all the team, as Schultz said, you want all the team apparel stuff? I'm kind of mad that I couldn't get my dad one of his sweatshirts for Christmas or something. That would Your been dad's really... a Beave? My dad's a Beave, yeah. Whoa. That would have been a great present. Like, here you go, Dad. That's Jonathan Smith's sweater from Game 7 this well, year. You better get your ass down to Corvallis and see if you can pick through some stuff. Nah, it's already gone. If it were if it were posted on social media yesterday within two hours that I, I was picked through. I I would assume so. Well, they do. And like I know Oregon does the surplus sale every year around yeah. the spring game. And you can buy helmets, uh, jerseys, cleats, all the stuff from the, you know, and that is team issue stuff. And, uh, you know, they do a big one that. And I know that's always a really popular thing. It is an interesting point you bring up, though, uh, Schultze, because some of that stuff is pretty cool. I'm just thinking of Oregon. You look yeah. at their coat and like, oh, that's a cool shirt. I'd yeah. get that if I were... But you you can't get them anywhere else. So that makes me wonder if they if the stuff that they make specifically for coaches and teams are maybe a little higher level. Uh, in other words, their margins aren't quite as good on those. They're not going to make them in bulk and I'll, sell I'll them. I'll tell you what, it's really nice and it's expensive. <clears throat> That's the, what I mean. Even the yeah, even the stuff that you can buy the sideline apparel, it's spendy. 
Yeah, so and they're only making a little bit of it. They make it really nice because yeah. they have those contracts with those teams, yeah. and that's totally different than what they're making for the masses. Yeah, you know, so they're not gonna. And the other one too is like, I mean, this I think this goes for everything. There's the rise of the little independent brands. Because I'm not just talking about like Puma and, and Under Armour and, and Adidas and stuff like that, but like in the world of like workout gear now, I mean, there's everything from like Gymshark to uh, what was the other one? Like what is it? Like Ten Thousand, and there's all these different little brands that have now popped up that have kind of be, you, you see it a lot when you go to the gym um you, you just see a lot of not not off brand but boutique brand I stuff i bet you more women wear lululemon than they do nike now a lot of lululemon you see a lot of like fab athletics yeah. like kevin hart advertises that and and some of that stuff is is pretty good quality and it's is a little cheaper and I just you, you see a lot of people wearing more of that stuff and maybe that takes a, a bite out of it well, too. Well I think with with uh, COVID changing you know, like I think more people shop online, right? Yes. For clothes and so that brings into play like European brands. Yeah. I know in golf, uh, some of the European brands are have some pretty nice stuff. Or oh, Asian yeah. Asia has a lot of good, a lot of really good stuff. Uh, golf brands, and you can order stuff. And they'll just what is it like? The uh, Grayson makes a bunch of golf stuff now that's like <clears throat> super high end and G four and mm-hmm. and that's not Callaway, that's not Nike. That's I don't I don't know who started that stuff, but I feel like recently in the last couple of years, you just like and it all comes on Instagram and Twitter. You see ads for it, and then you click on it. And you're like, "Holy hell! It's more expensive than Nike." Oh, that new uh, that new brand that a bunch of baseball players are advertising now, Travis Matthew. Like, yeah, I, I wear them constantly. Yeah. I buy them at Nordstrom, and they probably have cut into my Nike purchases. Good for golf sure. brand there too. Absolute damn right, they're comfy. December 7, 2023, in the news. Up next, the hot, very hot 5 at 5. Uh, we have a lot to get to, um, a lot in college football. The in-season tournament is underway. A stunner out of golf and a big baseball trade. All next on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at 4. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.